You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jennifer Ashley Tepper. And I'm Joe Iconis. And you're listening to the album podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is about the song Tightrope Walker, Mountain Climber, Me. And if you couldn't hear it, there were slashes in between each of those three phrases. A song that is one of two that was specifically written by Joe for the album. Tightrope Walker, Mountain Climber, Me actually started its life over 10 years ago uh, at the Beachman Theater on West 42nd Street. And I, I wrote it uh, in, a, in a very early version, performed it, and then put it away in a drawer and picked it up again many years later for the album. And uh, this episode goes into the very detailed history of the song and why it took 12 years to actually write it. With great performance notes on on the immense work of Molly Hager, and also some shout outs to um, some of the amazing band work on this track. Enjoy this episode. All exploding on the floor. The next song we're going to be talking about is Tightrope Walker, Mountain Climber, Me, which is a song that was written explicitly for the album, correct? It sure was. And how many songs were written explicitly for the album? That would be two. Two so songs. very special. A, a duo of songs. I wrote for <laughs> this album, the song album, the title track, and Tightrope Walker, Mountain Climber Me. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to have two specific songs that were written? Or like, how did this song come about? My goal when I first decided I was going to do this album was to not write any new songs because I had so many that already existed. It was just like, I don't need to like, number one is like, I don't want to put the pressure on myself to have to write anything new. Um, cause it was during the pandemic and I was feeling not terribly inspired. And, um, and then also it was just like, just worry about recording the songs you already have, man, because you have so many of them, like, you know, write new stuff for the next project. But I just couldn't help myself. And so I it was really album. The title track was the one that I set out to write. And then Tightrope Walker, I really wrote for Molly Hager because um, I, I knew I wanted to give her something. And there just wasn't a song that existed that made it very much sense. To have her do, and she and she was already doing, um, you know, teenage delinquent uh, with Lauren Marcus, this duet. But it's like I wanted to give her one more thing, and you know, Molly Hager is uh, such an incredible singer. You know, on on record, she just nobody sounds like her, and I really wanted to like give her something that felt like it was, um, you know, honoring her 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 vocal talents. And you know, previously she'd sung uh, Broadway Here I Come, uh, which is on which is on the 
the Jamboree album. And, and uh, you know, Broadway Here I Come is like this, you know, uh, ballad. It's like a ballad, ballad, ballad. And so I just was like, I would love to get Hager singing something that felt a little bit more buoyant and like persnickety or something, you know? And so uh, I was, I was, I was wondering if there was any song that I had that I just wasn't thinking of. And then I went back to this song that I had tried to write for years that I actually premiered in a uh, very early version at a Beachman concert in 2012. And, um, and the song, uh, was was essentially the same the same setup as tightrope walker mountain climber me and it had the same first verse i think um the tightrope walker don't you fall down now and and um and it the so the song in 2012 uh it was the same idea where the the first part was about this tightrope walker the second part was about this mountain climber and it was about these these feats that people do and then the third part uh became very internal and so when i first did it it's the third part was about like was about me trying to write a song that would be an opening song for <laughs> my concert at the beachman you know um and it was one of those tunes where it was like it was it it kind of was okay, but it there was something about it that just didn't work. It felt unfinished. And so because of that, I kind of put it away and I never really uh, I never really got it back out to to work on it. And I uh, after a number of years, I kind of chalked it up to like, OK, this tightrope walker song. It was a it was a, a cool idea and the execution of it just didn't really work. And maybe one day I'll be able to return to it. And so, you know. Then now we're in like, you know, uh, 2021 and I'm thinking about Molly Hager and I I just sort of had a flash of this song and I was like, oh, that tightrope walker song. I wonder if there's anything there. And so I, you know, went on a the excavation of like trying to find the the lyrics that I performed that night at the Beachman. And I found a, uh, you know, like a crude recording that I had done of the song. And I, you know, coming back to the song. 10 years later or almost 10 years later i i felt like my perspective on myself and and the business and the world um made me think about the the content of the song in a totally different way and i uh and i just rewrote it and it 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 really really felt as much as mothers are special felt to me like a collaboration between my like 30 year old self and my and my you know 6 year old self <laughs> tightrope walker mountain climber me felt to me like a collaboration between my you know my my 41 year old self and my 31 year old self mm -hmm. um i yeah. can't wait till you employ this to talk about some revival of your work in 20 years and you're like my 60 year old self collaborated with my 25 year old self. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be so good it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> love it they're gonna love it um yeah and so it's the you know the more the more i sort of like got into writing the song i it was one of those songs where when i started rewriting it i didn't know where i was going and i kept sort of like writing myself into a hole where i loved the idea about like the idea of each verse would be about this different person trying to attempt something that felt uh, superhuman, you know, and and then the third verse was going to be about, you know, the 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 artist, the person, you know, singing it. But I just couldn't fully get how they connected or what the 
what the payoff was. And then when I kind of stumbled onto this idea of like, oh, it's actually, it's actually the whole song is just the artist and they're they're just watching YouTube videos. You know, they're just watching mm -hmm. YouTube videos of of a tightrope walker and a mountain climber and and all these other people. And they're they're doing that instead of participating in their own life and accomplishing things of their own for you know a number of reasons. That was like, oh, that's what this song is. And um and that that kind of opened everything up for me. And then the song sort of became about something that was that was you know, different than I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought mm -hmm. that I was writing a song that was that was sort of using tightrope walking and mountain climbing as a metaphor for an artist trying to make a life in the arts. And then I ended up, you know, still writing about how how hard it is to be an artist trying to make a life in the arts, um, but in a in a slightly different way and through a different lens. When did you finish writing this song? Like it wasn't, when was it recorded in the process of making the album? And when did you finish writing it? It was, it was kind of late. You know, I, 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 I wrote it, I wrote it predominantly in, in Garden City at my family's house because I started around the holidays. I feel like, like around like late 2020, early 2021. 20, uh, and then it was something that it was like kind of half finished hanging over my head for a while and we started recording and I knew that like, Oh, I have to finish this song. So, you know, so we can record it with the band. I couldn't finish it by the time we had the band recording days. And so then I was just like, I'm just going to finish this in my own time. And then we'll worry about recording it when, when we do. And so this is one of the only ones where we recorded the piano first after we did all the band sessions. Because I missed the band sessions because it was a new song. So we did piano first. Then we had Hager come in to do the vocals over just the piano. And then we added all the other instruments. Um, and, you know, because it was recorded that way, it it, you know, it has a slightly different. Different tone to it, I think, than some of the other the other tunes uh, in a way that feels really appropriate for what the song is. And because we didn't have, you know, years of live performances as a touchstone for what the sound should be and what the orchestration should be, it really felt, this felt the most like, you know, if I was like a singer songwriter, you know, experimenting in a studio uh, because there is no like institutional knowledge of like, oh, this is how the song was originally created and what it, you know, has typically sounded like. So we sort of had to make it up on the spot and let the song and really Molly's vocal kind of dictate the other instruments and the sound. And and um, that's, I think, why it's kind of so specific. And, and um, you know, Gerard uh, Canonico played drums on it and uh, and uh, Dennis Michael Keefe did stand up bass on it, and Ian Keggy is playing uh, a guitar. That that da -na -na -da, da -na -na -da -na -da, that's all all Ian Keggy, and everyone always thinks that that's a that's a synth, but it's actually a guitar. Um, and then I did some 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 additional synth, and um, yeah, I think the song like it has this sounds that feels both like like technologically inspired and really analog you know it feels like it's both like a throwback and really contemporary um which feels appropriate to me for you know the 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 content of the song itself mm -hmm. um because molly has performed like uh shield and nail a few times did you see this at all as like 
connected in some ways to that song because I feel like there are certain thematic like you know parallels almost um yeah I mean I don't you know it's funny like I I I haven't really made the the Shillanel connection uh to this song um but I but I should because it's there I mean certainly Mm -hmm. you know structurally uh it's you know it's certainly similar. I feel like I definitely went through like I go through periods where I I really get obsessed with with um, songs that are like told in threes or three mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like there's a there's definitely a few on the album. You know like you, you know something like Try Again is like that's a that's a three part thing where it's like each verse has its kind of own subject. Um, they're like little sort of triple features. Uh, mm-hmm. But but yeah yeah. This this one this yeah one, I feel like quite a few are three sure. parts yeah I just really love that structure and I think that a song a song really organically fits into that kind of you know three it's 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 a it's not really a three act structure because it's like sort of different characters it's like sort of breaking down the song and seeing the you know the verse and the chorus as like completely you know different but connected stories. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like in this thing, you know, if the if album itself is this like collection of, you know, short stories set to music, I feel like some of the songs like tech, like Tightrope Walker, Mountain Climber Me are like a collection of short stories in and of themselves, you know, that that all, you know, when you put them together, they create this this larger story. Thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.